With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside. Happy Thursday. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Harmon off, I believe he's in Chicago. Steve DeSager in for Harmon tonight as hey, we Steve. are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, Steve DeSager, fresh off a stat <laughs> run the last couple of days of figuring out what Max Muncy's average home run RBIs would be if he played every game yeah, against the Giants. Every game. I, did, we I, talked about I, it a couple of nights ago, and then he just goes off on him again last night. So 97 home runs, 204 <laughs> RBI, and a 457 batting average, right? If he played was, every game against the Giants. It was already realistically 60 homers a year if he faced San Francisco <laughs> all the games throughout the summer. <laughs> oh, I know where the Giants are going in free agency. Whenever whenever we can get a chance, yes. we got to go get Muncy. He's doing that against us. We got to go get him. Of course, he won't night. get to bat against Giants pitching that way, but sure, go ahead, no, go for no, it. No, no, no. And look, and, and it being Max Muncy, with, with the Dodgers having tonight off, like he, he's easily a guy that you can see tomorrow going, oh, where are the Dodgers tomorrow? Oh, okay, oh they got the Cubs. Oh, he'll go 0 for 5, five strikeouts against sure, the Cubs. Sure, yeah, yeah. this five. is not let's, a 300 hitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no. <laughs> a lot of power, but sure. <laughs> so you're going platinum sombrero? Oh, yeah. I, if, I can, if I can always predict two home runs and six RBI for every Max Muncy game against the Giants, I will give you 0 for 5 platinum sombrero against the Cubs tomorrow night. Silver sombrero, golden sombrero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three yeah, strikeouts, 100%. four strikeouts in a game. 
five strikeouts, six yeah. strikeouts, whatever you get to, whatever you get to. What's well, after platinum, Steve? Oh. Has that been done? Is that like uranium? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, I always go like it's gold like was double first. platinum. It's like the gold I record guess, yeah, thing, double, right? Oh, kiss double platinum. Like that was always the big record growing up was, oh, the kiss double platinum is awesome. Oh, double platinum with kiss. Yeah, let's have it. <laughs> Double platinum, yeah, because it's gold and then it's platinum and then, and that's how I learned it because of records. It's gold record, then platinum, and then double platinum, and then I don't know what's after that. Yeah, I, I it's I Michael know. Jackson after that. I don't know what they do yeah. with the record. Diamond? Like, is it diamond? Is it? Is I, I, don't I just know. remember like, when uh, Alexi Lawless, of course, Fox soccer commentator, when he was playing for the U.S. team, he was in a band, and they asked, "Hey, you've made a recording, right? Is it very popular?" And he said, "Well." I think we went zinc. He, he, he couldn't think of anything lower. It definitely wasn't gold or platinum. It was a zinc record. Congratulations. So the batting average for Max Muncy was, has been about zinc the last couple of years. <laughs> uh, tonight's show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com. Slash match. Well, big night Major League Baseball. We got more coming up. We got 13 wins by the Rays to set a or to, to tie the modern MLB record. They are one win away from absolute baseball history. But make no mistake, today was a day that is a great day for the NFL. It's a great day for fans, a great day for the Washington franchise as Dan Snyder has reached an agreement to sell the Washington Commanders Woo-hoo! to a group that includes Josh Harris who owns the 76ers, and, of course, Magic Johnson. Milk and Magic involved buying the command. He's in the investment uh, business with him, yeah. Whoo! So, so Magic Johnson, well, I mean the Magic Johnson Twitter game, now that we can talk about football, <laughs> oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's, the it's next gonna... tre- tweet will be, uh, that was a first down. That, that would be it's the most obvious tweeter. By the way, this guy who may or may not be buying the commanders, there is an agreement to purchase. Of course, there are a lot of hoops to jump through still, but he intends to he intends to buy yeah. just like Aaron Rodgers intends to be a jet. <laughs> you know, I, I intend to buy I, the team. I read on the rundown for the show tonight that Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. I've, you know, to pull the curtain back, Frostberg does that every bleep at night. He, he puts the rundown <laughs> together with all our ideas for the show, and the top story is always Aaron Rodgers is still huh. a Green Bay Packer. He so every single night. there's no first round pick being exchanged in this whopping deal that's coming. Uh, nope six billion six point oh five billion dollars. Oh, just the uh, the commanders thing. Yeah, no yeah, first the rounder commanders. there being no, exchanged. No, 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 either. no, no, no. Yeah. But that's how much the Jets have to pay Aaron Rodgers for the next two years. It's six billion dollars. <laughs> it's what it's owed. Um, so it's not signed. So another group could still come in and buy the team, but there is a preliminary non-exclusive agreement to sell. So it's kind of like when you accept an offer on a house. Hey, we're accepting backup bids. Oh, wait, the backup bid is for more. Hey, we want that offer instead. Let's Mm -hmm. go get that offer. So this would be the richest prize, the the most money ever spent for a sports franchise at $6 billion. Way more than the Broncos recently. Well, wait, I mean, this shows you that whenever Forbes values a team at things, it's like, it's ridiculous. Like, if the the Washington Commanders are $6 billion, what are the Cowboys? $12 billion? Yeah, I just go back to when Jeannie Buss, the Lakers owner years ago, when the Forbes valuation of the Lakers came out at a billion dollars, and she was asked for a comment on that, and she says, well... My dad wouldn't sell it for two billion. So how much? How much are they worth? <laughs> it's a little low. It's a little, you know. It's funny. You know. You say that, and I remember one time I had a conversation with Scott Boris, 
um, when I was doing uh, Rome is Burning, when I was at ESPN. That was on, on the forum on Rome is Burning. And Boris came in to do the show as well. So Same I was agent. A f- yeah, so I was a f- so I was a f- I was a forum guest coming in, and it was when Jim would throw debate topics at, at me and somebody else or two people in the forum, and it would be a guest, and Scott Boris was the guest, and it was at the time when Boris was trying to negotiate the big Manny Ramirez contract with the Dodgers, and it was when everyone you know when he would go through the whole well you know more people come to the game so there'd be more money in parking there'd be more money in this and 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 Manny Ramirez would 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 pay for himself basically like because of the additions in parking and revenue and. And what you'd make at the concession stands, all this, like giving Manny Ramirez X amount of dollars would be, he pays for himself. I'm like, okay, I don't know about that. It's a theory. Like Fernando Valenzuela did, but not all players that are stars (laughs) have. So I said to him, so this is when Manny Ramirez is in that huge, unbelievable run with the Dodgers that is just legendary, when they had Manny Wood and everything else. And I said, he said, what do you think? I said, well, I'm going to make you pretty happy today. I said, why? I said, because th- now this is going back to when Manny was, so this is like the early 2010s, and I, or late, late 2000s, early 2010s. I said, well, I'll make you happy because I think the Dodgers should give Manny three years and $100 million. I mean, right now you're three years and a million go, well, that's pretty low. Why would you give him a <laughs> But back then, three years, like no one was Ridiculous. making that. I said, yeah. And I said, I'm going to say three years and $100 million. And boy. Boris looked me in the eye and he said, well, don't sell him short. Like, Whoa. he was he was really like, hey, I don't know about you going at three years, 100 million. I'm, I'm, I might be thinking about more than that. And this is, you know, 12 or 13, 14 years ago when Manny Ramirez was Manny Ramirez. He was hitting 500 in a home run every night. And I said three years and 100 million. He goes, yeah, don't sell him short. So, ah, don't sell him short with this. Yeah, don't well, you short. can ask for anything, right? Uh, yeah, we can say no, but you can ask whatever you want to. But, but it's, you know, it's, you've said this before about other things. It, it's worth what people will pay for it. That's Exactly. That's it's, what it is. A, a sports franchise is like a piece of memorabilia. You can say it's worth X amount of dollars, but it's really worth whatever someone's going to pay. And whatever you pay, that's really where the starting point is now. Like, okay, so if, if you pay, that means the, the franchise is worth at least $6 billion and probably more. It's almost like real estate. When, you know, before the, you know, the bottom fell out and real estate became more difficult for the longest time, real estate was the biggest investment because real estate prices just went up certain parts of the country, real estate would go up more. Uh, but, you know, you buy a house and, and if you stay there for 10 years, hey, guess what? Yeah. You buy a house for $250,000, 10 years later, maybe it's worth $500,000 and it, it go, wow, went up that much. Yeah, because that's how real estate is. That's kind of like sports teams are. So you buy a sports team, the, the, the money it goes up from year to year is immense. It's never coming back down. In it's the a, NFL. Certainly, that's the number one easily most popular sporting league in this country. Yeah, it's a small brotherhood of people who can buy teams, so the prices just go up and up, so it's not a surprise. But something a little different than, than, than what people have talked about today with Daniel Snyder. And, and clearly the big headline is, ding dong, the witch is dead, right? Hey, he's gone. He's a bad guy. <laughs> he was bad for the NFL, and it's great that he's gone. And I get that. But you know what? Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. Anybody could, you want to read a, a column on Fox or ESPN.com, you know that, that Dan Snyder is a bad guy. He was a bad owner, and he had to go, right? That's pretty obvious. I think we know that by now. But when I see fans celebrating and I see like the commanders celebrating and all these different things, it's a huge win for fans, but for a different reason, because the the celebration going on right now, really throughout the NFL, because he's out, but really in D.C., I get it because the only thing that you cannot change and you will not see change if, if it doesn't if it doesn't need to is an owner. 
right? Because if your team is underachieving and your team is terrible, eventually the players or the coaches or the GMs responsible will be gone and somebody else will be in there. If you're not happy with your team's manager or head coach, guess what? You lose a couple of seasons, you got a new guy coming, right? It may take a couple of years, but you got a new guy coming. You're not happy with who the first baseman is on your team. Boy, got to hit more than 15 home runs in 125 games. You're going to get a new first baseman, right? Your GM has not put together a really good team in the NBA, and you're not – guess what? You're going to get a new GM in a couple of years. It's going to happen. Everything and everybody is accountable from the biggest star to the lowest player, from the lowest player up to the general manager. Slower Everybody's in owner, ownership is slower, though. You'll agree. But that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. If you have a bad owner, you are stuck. You are absolutely stuck because a bad owner – doesn't matter. If I don't want to sell the team, I don't have to sell the team. Jerry I'm still Jones. making money, right? I'm still making money. I don't need as long as I don't do anything that that makes me get pushed out, which is why it's so I mean, you see this Daniel Snyder got pushed out and he had to sell the team. You never see that. You, you, an ownership change is usually I want to get out of the business. Hey, why? It's it's a it's found money, right? That oh my god, this guy wants to get out, and he was such a bad owner. We're so lucky. I'm so lucky. The Wilpon sold the Mets, and Steve Cohen, who says I don't care, I'll pay for anything. That's why I'm so glad that he bought the Mets because he's such a great owner. Because I don't care. I'll buy Carlos Correa. I'll buy any of these guys. I'll go buy Shohei Otani if I want to. That's why it's awesome. It's like am people I, that are Clippers owners. Yeah. Same thing with the Balmer money. Yeah, am I loving? Woody Johnson right now after the story today that maybe he's nervous about getting Aaron Rodgers. Come on, dude, we got to close the deal. But, but if you have a bad owner, you're stuck. And if it's an owner then and your team is not winning and you're not making a run to get better and the good decisions aren't being made, they're not being held accountable, right? They're not being held accountable for your team sucking on the field. They're only held accountable if it's something human like this and you see all the situations that just make your, your stomach turn that went on with the commanders. That's like, okay, this is why Daniel Snyder is out. And, and that's what's so rare about this is that owners don't get pushed out. It's very, very rare to see an owner get pushed out to have to sell. You know, and, and so to see this happen, now this is why commanders fans, hey, it's a new day for us because how long did you put up with Daniel Snyder owns his team and we're terrible. We don't make the right decisions. We don't hire the right coaches and they embarrass us off the field. And I, I can't even I can't even wear Washington Commanders gear. Didn't even have a name for a year and a half because we couldn't come up with something else coming off of Redskins. All of these different things. And so when when you when you look at that and go, man, you feel bad because you're stuck as a fan. But when the we owner magically changes, you got to count your lucky stars and go, man, we are really, really fortunate because usually an owner doesn't get pushed out. And if an owner stinks, an owner stinks, and he's there a long, long time. So now the fact that the what commanders had this today, that's why it's a big day of celebration. And he's been there close to 25 years running this football team in Washington, or owning it, I should say, running it into the ground in some respects. And there is still... <laughs> There is still the investigation of, you know, his his personal business acumen and how he treats people. Let's put it that way. That that isn't suddenly dropped. And so if you're another owner in this NFL coterie of men that are privileged enough to own NFL franchises, you really don't care what the purchase price is at this point, do you? You want this problem to go away. You want him personally to go away. So the Snyders are on their way out. Things are on their way. It's not being voted on yet. It's We don't have a written agreement. It is an agreement to sell that hasn't been delivered to the rest of the league quite yet. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Steve DeSager in for Harmon tonight. So, hey, when your owner is a bad owner and he gets out, that is a big-time lucky day. Understand, that doesn't happen, and you get stuck for years. I had, I had the Will Ponds for, for over 20 years, Steve, and I couldn't stand it. Now it's like a whole new day with Steve Cohen. It's so awesome. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, too early for this song. Too Take early, man. Come Take on. I mean, you were gone, so I had to, you know, get you back with a couple. Yes, I yes. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Steve DeSager in for Harmon tonight. Tonight's show brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself. At discover.com. What a great song. We should hear match. that every night. Right? No, no, we don't no, no, we don't need this song. <laughs> Tyshirt is under this mistaken the impression that this song is better than it is. It's great. You know? 
It's you know, it's like it's like all you know, honestly, it's like all the Raptors fans out there right now that keep thinking, oh man, well we're still really good, and Van Vliet is mm. no, your title was years ago. You're a five hundred team. 500 team. Yeah, Come you. on, stop. You're a five hundred team. Let's just let go. Guess what, let Jason? Go. What's up? Steve rolled up to the jukebox with a roll of quarters, so you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 okay because what I really thought you were gonna say was, guess what, Jason? What well, the, the Lakers suck, are yeah. back. <laughs> You're going to tell me the Lakers are Another back. Another 500 team. Of course They're the Lakers back. are back. They're back. You had them tanking to play Denver. Come on. They're back. They did for like three and a half quarters. Don't tell me they didn't. That was. T- and then AD was tanking at the end with that foul call uh, at the end on no, Mike Tanking Conley. would be them losing. Oh, well, hey, they tried to give the game away. They tried. They tried. They tried. Uh, Minnesota just wouldn't take They're it. back. They're back. <laughs> uh, so while the Lakers are back, yes, a couple of big stories out of the NBA really quick. One, best story of the day, Mike Brown is your NBCA NBA coach of the year. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you months ago he was the coach of the year, and it's not even close. Uh, the NBCA National Basketball Coaches Association coach of the year. Uh, In other words, the- this is the other head coaches voting on him. Yes, this is this was named for the former executive director Michael Goldberg. This is based on a vote of the league's thirty head coaches. You can vote for one person, and you can't vote for yourself. Which, if they would do school elections that way, I don't know that I would have become president of my second grade class. <laughs> How many you, times did you vote for yourself? Oh, I, you know, I feel really bad. You know, you're gonna you're gonna rip open a huge wound with me, Steve. Okay, so in how much fir- food did you promise other people to vote for you? No, no, in 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 second grade. I ran for president against one of my best friends and we were running and we did this whole thing. We said, okay, you vote for me and I'll vote for you. I said, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. And so he went, he says, I voted for you. I said, okay, great. And I went and I voted for me. So I said I voted for him, but I re- I, mean, I feel awful about that. You this. were a politician even at a young age. I did. I kind of knew. Now, luckily, I didn't win by just one or two votes, so it was, I, I was okay. Uh, but I still, you know, till this day, I feel bad. I go, boy, but I, I kind of wanted to win. I kind of knew back then <laughs> I was competitive. I think I knew. I, I think that's when I knew I, I'm competitive. Uh, Jason, it's, I'm competitive. it's called lying, actually. Yeah, no, you no, no. should I not have learned that at a young age. I, I don't know that it was lying. I think yes, maybe- actually, you said I will vote for you, and you did not vote for him. That is lying. Well, I think in politics, lying is different. No, There's it's, a different called, definition. it's not called lying enough. Call I a think, spade a spade. No, I think I had alternative facts. Now, I think when, <laughs> oh, my, well, alternative, that is my politics, alternative fact yeah. was I'm not voting for you. That was the alternative <laughs> and fact. Now I, I know who you're uh, running your campaign was, Kelly and Conway, with that expression. No, I, I think, did you uh, give a speech in front of the school and did you promise <laughs> Coca-Cola in the drinking fountains and all of that? <laughs> no, I forget what I, it was second grade. So I probably promised like, you know, another five minutes of recess. I don't know, something that I probably couldn't give, uh, which, again, what politicians do. They promise something yeah. they can't give. So I, I think I kind of did that. But no, I was happy to win. I was happy to win. And I, I view it as more as I saw myself being competitive. I was more cut out for the cutthroat world of politics than my best friend who voted for me. And I realized, OK, you know, cause you, got, you know, got to be tough, man. You know, you can't, you know, you, you got to break a you, you know, break a few eggs to make no, an omelet. No, you know? no. I, I, also maybe, known as lying. I might have saved him from a life of disappointment. You know, I'm not cut out for politics. I got to go do something else. And maybe he went on. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I moved in the middle of second grade, so he became president. So uh, wait a minute, I, you I moved you schools. won the office and didn't yeah. stick around for your term. No, you know why? Because my aunt could no longer pick me up from school. It was too far. She's like, I can't pick him up anymore. So I had to go closer to home. So I had to change schools, middle of second grade. Wow, those voters are defrauded, duped. Yeah, and not just on- your friend. Everybody. Honestly, very traumatic. 
Right, this is why I never, I never. For you, I, not you, them. When you think about, no, when you think about kids changing schools, like oh, honestly, sure, it's, yeah. it's a big Mid-school deal. Mid-school especially. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I, don't wanna, I, I can't believe I had to do that. Because my aunt who was in high school, who would pick me up from school, like didn't want to do that anymore because she wanted to go out with her friends a- a- after high <laughs> she school. She wanted to have a life yeah. is what so you're saying. She's, so she's like, I can't pick Jason <laughs> up anymore. She said, well, you got to go to, you got to go to a PS45, which is closer to the house, which honestly was seven houses away from, from where, I, I mean, seven houses and that's where the school was. And it turned out huh? to really like it there. Yeah, because when, when I moved, um, where I was living, I was zoned for a different school. So I was like, okay, but that's, that's where all my friends were. And then this school opened, and I was like, okay. So, But I still wanted to go to the other school because all my friends were there. But then they were like, no, we're not doing this. You could walk down the street. Steve, it's Staten Island. Don't ask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it was very, it's very traumatic. So conclusion, you're saying at a very young age, you actually did not control your own life. No, no. I, well, huh. I couldn't drive then. I couldn't drive when I was you know, seven or eight. I didn't know how to drive. Surprised you couldn't dupe somebody else into driving. <laughs> hey, listen, can you give me ride home every day? And then I I'll drive I'll you five dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I no, I, I think uh, I think I saved him from a life of heartache, like from from getting into the wrong field. Maybe now he's in medicine and he's figured out something, or you know, he's done something with his life instead of you know, like yeah. sports. Maybe he's the guy. You saw that story last week today. There could be a pill and treatment for cancer by the end of the decade. Maybe that's him. I, maybe that's him, and I, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just here entertaining people every night, which is what I should be doing. Or maybe he didn't think lying was a bad thing, and instead he thought he would create some device that could like test blood and fifty different blood tests with one one machine, and then and now is going to prison next week. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Stop. It's not. It's not. Not the same. Trust oh, me, not the okay. same person. Not. But uh, back to the big step. We told you weeks ago there was one coach for Coach of the Year in the NBA, and it was Mike Brown, who did the bleeping impossible. As much as I love Tom Thibodeau, who got a couple of votes, uh, Mike Brown was the winner, and it was the easiest choice because you're talking about a team that hadn't made the playoffs since 2006. 16 The longest current drought of any of the four major sports. Yeah, and now who's the longest drought? The Jets. Hooray! <laughs> he comes back to the Jets. But we told you he he was the only choice to take it to, again for 16 years and to come in in one year and without superstars. Though he's got good players, right? He's got sure. good players, but superstars he doesn't have. And and he didn't just squeak into the playoffs. It's not, hey, boy, you got it as a six seed. That's pretty cool. You were in the playing round. No, they you're have a three home seed. with Golden State. Yeah, you you got up to a three seed. Now we'll see what happens in the playoffs because now I get really nervous. Nervous for Sacramento, but I mean, well, they're going to have to play defense at some point. You would think. Oh, I mean, playoffs was, do did, happen to bring that out. They're going to play D. <laughs> he did the impossible, Steve. He won with Sacramento. I mean, that's that's, that's impossible. And uh, we saw this coming from dude, who? Who else? Um, I love Tibbs. Tibbs is great, man. Hey, it, it's it's an awesome job he did, right? Joe Mazzula, who stepped into a thankless situation in Boston. Look, Boston finished. That's great. These guys all have star players on their team. They all got guys they spent a lot of money on. Mike Budenholzer, really? Hey, Giannis, go do something. Come on, man. It's not come <laughs> no, on. Really? On. He's going to be the coach. They had some again? injuries. I will say with Mike Brown in context, he won more games first year in Sacramento than he did walking into the Lakers first year about mm. a decade ago. That's it saying is. something. That is, it's unbelievable for Mike Brown. I like, I'd say we told you so, but I'd be absolutely well deserved. He was amazing. Now, from what's a great story to a story that has become really difficult over the course of the past couple of days, and that is apparently everybody hates Zion now. 
Everybody hates Zion Williamson. Didn't come back for the Pelicans play-in. They lose. He They're was out. Dunking. They're done. He was, he was dunking in pregame warm-ups and then gave the speech a day before that, well, I feel okay, but I don't want to come back until I can play like Zion. I'm going to go third person and say, wow. when I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play. It's like watching Zava from Ted Lasso. Uh, when I come back to play, I can come back to play when I feel like myself, but I can't come back now. And varying degrees of reports as to how pleased or not pleased the Pelicans are with Zion Williamson. Some teammates said, hey, everything is cool. Other teammates after the the game, CJ McCollum said, hey, we got to be available. And he was cleared to play the game, but he just felt he couldn't play. And now everybody hates him. This is a guy that came into the league that was going to take over the league, and now look at how much everybody hates him and is jumping up and down on him. Now, first things first, the dunking pregame, he didn't look that explosive. I mean, I, I, just because he was dunking and, and everybody on social media was, well, look how explosive he's doing. He's no, 300 he's kinda, pounds, let's yeah, be honest. He's kind of moving at three-quarter speed. I, I, didn't, I didn't quite see the explosive, you know, trick between the legs. Uh, yeah, he was dunking, but it looked like he was – so I don't put so much stock in that. And by the way, he's not seven feet, 300 pounds, more like six six, three hundred 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, look, it's a, it's a weight thing, and you don't know how much he is at odds with the Pelicans because they want to weigh him every month you know skip bayless brought that up today on fs1 that hey um, his stepfather is running things and the relationship between the pelicans and the this and is Zion like kyler is murray great. being mad you brought this uh, yeah. on yourself if yeah. you were just a better professional they wouldn't even have to think of these things you know and and the whole thing you know comes down to this for me steve is that there's a lot of he said he said with this Look, for the Pelicans, I could just say, hey, guys, you signed a guy that couldn't play more than 30 games and you gave him a max contract. So that's really on you. You decided to do it, so that's on you. All right? So I really don't feel bad because you added, you could have figured out something else, but this is what you did. Zion Williamson is exactly who he said he was months ago. Just like LeBron and just like Kevin Durant, you can no longer count on them to play. They are no longer givens for your team. I cannot count on LeBron James to be healthy all the way through the playoffs because the guy can't stay healthy. Same thing for Kevin Durant. I can't count on Katie to make it all the way through the playoffs for the Suns. Why? Because he can't stay healthy anymore. It's happening for Zion, but it's also happening early in his career. He's 22 still. You, he has, he, he's, he's played in less than 30 games three of the last four years. Every single year of his professional career, and I count Duke in that, every single year of, of his career, you go back to his senior year of high school he had big injury senior year of high school big injury duke big injury every year in the nba big injury you don't suddenly start getting healthier and 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 this is just who he is and you have to accept that that he is someone that you're never going to be able to count on whether it's health whether it's the advice he's getting to stay out of the lineup, whether it's advice about his health, whatever it is, you can't count on him. The Pelicans can't count on him. No team can count on him to play 80 games or 65 games and be healthy for the players. He can't because he just can't stay healthy. And I wonder, because the the big takeaway for me when I hear all these different storylines going on is that, no, you can never count on him. And he's, he's, like, he's like found money, right? Like it, whatever he plays, he plays. And you just have to hope one year he gets his injury out of the way early and can be healthy for the playoffs, just like LeBron, just like KD. You cannot count on him. You have to build without thinking he's going to be part of the team. He's been hurt way too often to think that. But when you – when you go back and forth with how things are and Zion's not going to come back until he's ready and all of these things, 
This is a little conspiracy theory-ish, but this is where it, 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 heads, it heads to me for Zion is that does Team Zion, and by that I mean he and his, his stepfather, whoever else, you know, because he has independent uh, medical advice, and that's why he didn't play, because independent medicals didn't clear him, and, and the team cleared him, but he didn't get cleared that way, because he still doesn't feel like he's Zion. <laughs> that was what it was actually written as, from the you independent know? medical advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does not, not gonna, feel like Zion. Yeah. Does not, that, that's on the thing. The doctor can sign that. <laughs> Does not feel like Zion. Um, I wonder how much of this is... Team Zion knows he's never going to be healthy enough to play an NBA season. They just know it, and they're just going to continue to play this out as long as they can where Zion is still seen as an asset. Where, hey, you know, we did early parts of these injuries, he's this, he's that. No, we want him to come back. We want him to be explosive and show you that he's great. But honestly, that's what I think of. I think I, I, if you had to say what's going on behind closed doors, all the evidence I see points to, we know the guy is never going to be healthy enough. And is he healthy enough to come back now? Probably not. Like he could run up and down the floor for a couple of times, but how long is he going to make it in the game before he can't do it anymore? And, and we want to pr- protect that. And, and when he actually does get on the floor, we want to show that he's dominant. So we, we want to kind of not keep it a secret, but just sort of, hey, we understand exactly what he can do and what he's not going to be able to do. And a long-term career in the NBA is just not in the cards. So what we're hoping is we get him to play. He collect as much as money as possible this season. Maybe he gets another contract after this worth a lot of money. He still gets money from the Jordan brand and the Zion gear that goes out there. But we know he is on borrowed time and can only play so much. So we're only going to let him play out there in spurts. Because we know he's going to spurt for a little while, and then he's not going to be able to play. Maybe it's 15 games, maybe it's 30 games, but eventually then, because he's too big, because his body can't handle it, yeah. a hamstring injury is now something that will cost him a season. Um, a, you know, Some kind of, of any kind of lower body injury, we're going to keep him out for a while. A back injury, whatever it is. So I wonder if that they know that he's never going to be able to play, and they're just kind of playing out the string as long as possible. And it was not a three-week hamstring injury. Three months, it turned out. And the guy hasn't turned 23 yet. And to be fair, when we're talking money owed to him, they already, as you referenced, gave him the huge contract extension. That starts kicking in next season. He's still finishing his original deal right now. Drafted number one overall and then the team options picked up. That's what's ending right now. So his salary that they haven't been paying quote that much for a guy with his talent the original few years in the league his salary's going from about 10 mil to 30 mil starting next year mm. just to just to know next year oh now we're start paying him oh great great <laughs> i guess you could be saying well we don't we haven't really started paying him yet because he's been hurt but the other, the other thing is no 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 oh, he yeah, still hasn't been healthy yeah. and now you now you're not going to start paying him till next year so i guess it's kind of how you look at it do you want to say hey, i'm glad we're not paying him now but then next year when he's not healthy you're really you're just starting out to pay him oh I, man this is really something but again you just can't count on him ever again he and, and who knows how long he's going to play the wait four years it's yeah. just he's not I'll, I'll say it again he's not a seven footer he's not even six eight and you can't be carrying that much weight mm. i mean at what two more years three years how much long really how much longer you think he can play three more years how much longer till he's in the till he's in? there's a reason why greg odin trends every time zion trends <laughs> how long is he going to play how long can he play how much longer does he have really that's what it is you can't count on him and you can look at his nba career in in a finite amount of time 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A big headline tonight, earlier today, is a day game. The Tampa Bay Rays won again. They've now beaten four teams with losing records, some teams with big-time losing records, but the Rays are now 13-0 to start the season, tying the modern MLB record. They had a seven-run fifth inning tonight. Uh, Harold Ramirez had a double to start the inning, had a double to close the inning. for So it was a big, big night. The Rays matching the 13-win start uh, that the Braves had in 82 and the Brewers had in 87. And they had actually over 20,000 people for that game today. Yeah, you'd think at, at 12 and 0, if you, you know, you got to be able to draw at least half, right? What's capacity? 39, and it's true. It's, it's not been a murderer's row of opponents, but they've been killing people left and right all season so far. Yeah, and you, and you got to think, hey, we're twelve and zero. What can we get? Fifty percent of the ballpark. Well, we'll 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 put fifty percent. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll fill, take a it. very small ballpark. We'll do it. It's like which the again, most since opening day. We'll take it. Yeah, which again tells you about baseball in Tampa, but that's not a conversation. Let Let's talk about. Yeah, that. I hear it's really tough to have to cross the bridge. 
It, it, it does get very difficult. Well, yeah. You know, sometimes. Uh, if some people can't swim, I don't know. I don't want anything to add. I don't want to cross the bridge. I don't want to do it. The only longer streak. It's not streak, the Chappaquiddick Bridge. What are we doing here? <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Really? Uh, the, the only longer streak to open the season, I know you know this, Steve, was the 20-0 start by the 1884 St. Louis Maroons. Oh, of course. Sure. Of the Union Association. So not a major league team. Uh, no, but they did beat the Mets in two series uh, back then for some of those wins. <laughs> Marv so, Throneberry went 0 for 8. <laughs> this, is how, this is where the Rays are now. And yeah, are they going to get a lot of flack because they've played bad teams? Of course they are, but 13-0 is still 13-0. But to give you something a little different about this start by the Rays is that I'm telling you, we talked about this before the season started, that the the race that I am looking forward to watching the most is the AL East because it is going to be murder because you have four teams that are pretty good at least. Now, look, are the Rays going to come back? Of course. They lead the league in runs, and they lead the league in most uh, fewest runs allowed. Yeah, of course, they're going to come back to the pack. You can't keep this up. They're going to come back. But the Blue Jays are really good. And the Yankees are really good. And you know what? So are the Orioles. This is one of those years where you're going to see people throughout the season going, oh, it's too bad we're in that new Major League Baseball where, you know, more teams make the playoffs because, wow, what a great run this would be with all these great teams. Only one of them's making the playoffs. But it doesn't matter. This is going to be an unbelievable race in the American League East. And I can't wait. Look, it's going to, it's already started. And yes, you know, they're five games up, but. They're going to come back, and it's going to be awesome because this is such a deep div- – there's no division that's this good. That, that's, that's four teams in it that can all be playoff really? teams. Really? Are you saying uh, Harmon's White Sox, that division, is not as deep as the no, AL East? No, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count out the Royals and the Tigers a little bit, I think, uh, right, right off the bat. And what's left of the White Sox? Yeah, and look, if the Twins keep scoring nine runs in the first inning against the Yankees like they did today, they're going to win games. But uh, this is going to be some kind of run-up. We're – we are in – this is going to be a golden year to watch that race in the AL East because everybody's really good. Everybody's going to win. They're going to cannibalize each other. It's going to be awesome. And Toronto, who you have mentioned as one of the good teams with this division, is going to be hosting Tampa Bay starting tomorrow. So, yeah, they might be five games back, but have a good weekend, and that's all by the boards, 13-0 start or no, because there's more than one good team pursuing you. Jason, you clearly have never watched the Red Sox play this season. <laughs> Boy, well, not some, good. Uh, hey, look, uh, but I gave you the four teams that are good. I didn't mention you the Red Sox. You said the division because, is all good. Yeah, that's four They're out part of five of teams. Yeah, okay, but somebody's got to come in last. The Mets usually do. <laughs> Stop. We've been good. Your things, these punchlines just don't work because the Mets are good. They just If the Mets stunk, I would say, yeah, but the Mets are good. I just watched Babe Ruth play the last three nights. <laughs> you wait till Max Muncy strikes out five times against the Cubs tomorrow night. You know what's happening. You know what's happening. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but look, it's going to be an unbelievable rate. Hey, I can't wait. I mean, this really is something. And you know who it's going to really piss off the most? It's going to be awesome is my dad. My dad's going to go, oh, you know, we got to, uh, Boone keeps getting thrown Yankees. out. Yeah. We got to play the Blue Jays and we got to play the Orioles. There's no break in the schedule for us. No, There's no break. Well, There's no break. hold on That's now. Hold on. You're not playing your division opponents 19 times anymore. It's a more uh. balanced schedule, people. It's like uh, Max Muncy doesn't get to face the Giants as often. <laughs> Bad news for him with the schedule this year. Instead, the Dodgers will be playing the Yankees in Tampa Bay and Toronto and Baltimore this year and every year. Yeah, it, it doesn't. it's not going to change what he says, though. 
That's not that's not going to change. Oh, you're saying the truth has no effect on the opinion. Yeah. No, 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 no. The Yankees, it's something is, is out there to screw the Yankees. That, that's the way my, my dad, whenever something happens, there's two people that, there's two things that can screw the Yankees. Uh, or three things, I'm uh, sorry. Either other, if you had a pie chart of things that could screw the Yankees, according to my dad, okay? <laughs> a, a, one third of it would be schedule, injuries, all kinds of stuff. Um... Another third of it is a Rollis Chapman, <laughs> and and or or the bullpen because I, I would because he's he's definitely not a fan of the ball. Every time something happens, there it's are the very fault. few good bullpens so yeah. far in Major League Baseball. The, this the year. Yankees the Yankees could lose one nothing, and the starter could go all nine innings. He would go, yeah, the bullpen really didn't help us today. He, he to <laughs> and the other third would be Aaron Boone. So that it's the third. It's 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 yeah. it's the bullpen. Agreed. It's it's the and then it's Aaron Boone. Those are the three things my dad blames. We all used the to time. have a Yankee fan working here when Girardi was the manager, and they were winning the World Series back then. And all you yeah. all you'd hear from us, uh, Girardi. How how soon are they going to fire Girardi? Uh, it's yeah, the but, same thing. Yeah, but Steve, come on, man. I think we saw last year with the Phillies. It kind of was Girardi's. Fault. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bad example. I, I, I mean, my example I mean, was more on. about the Yankee fan. It's just really? if there's something to complain about, it doesn't matter if you've won. What is it, twenty-seven? Uh, it just whatever. No. Jason, is your yeah, dad up, cussing Robert? Volpe out yet? Uh, no, no, not yet, not yet. He's got, does he have Volpe, a hit yet? No, yeah, I think he's hitting. He's, he's no he's Jeter. Hitting, he's hitting like one fifty. I think he's you know okay. he's got on base a couple. He couldn't hold Jeter's jock. <laughs> he's 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 got on base. He's hitting leadoff and he's hitting one eighty. Right? Okay, come on, Yankees. Listen. So uh, again, the, again, I can't wait for this race because it's going to be so. Oh, one fifty eight. Awesome. Here's the average. It's even better than one fifty. Oh, is it a one fifty eight? Okay, all right. Because he, I think he came into today hitting one eighty, and now he's hitting one fifty. <laughs> Let's let, let, you know what he's doing? He's really struggling at the plate. Let's put him up to leadoff. Yeah. Let's have him leadoff. You know, That's Aaron Hicks is also hitting 158 seemingly for yeah. the last five years, and he keeps yeah. getting starts. Yeah, but I mean, but it was just it was just 10 days ago that, that Volpe was Derek Jeter. I mean, 10 days ago he was there. Yes. Look at this. We got a new guy. We had the new Derek Jeter. Look at him. He made the team. What a great story is. Okay, let's see what happens when the fastballs fly for real. Let, let's, let, let's see what happens. Oh, what a surprise. The guy's struggling, and it wouldn't surprise me to have to send him down, right? Because he, because he really isn't handling it. It's been very difficult. He needs to go back down and get himself back to where he is so he comes back up, but he's not overwhelmed anymore. Good oh, what a great story. Okay, let's see. Let's see what the fastballs fly. Meanwhile, they would still need a shortstop. He had one single, two strike yes it's it's taken jared kelnick like four different times of the mariners to bring him up for him to finally be good and now he's only good for about 10 days right so, oh he's finally he hit a home run last night yeah you lost five to two yeah i yeah, would you say 480 foot right you lost five to two come on <laughs> i would happening? say caution to everyone who gives an unproven whatever the job i mean like hands him the job the dodgers new second baseman this year i'm not convinced is gonna hit major league pitching yet oh steve Sachs will be just fine what are you worried about he's gonna be great <laughs> that's just they've got two question marks up the middle offensively with second base and shortstop with the dodgers this is not anywhere near the kind of lineup that they have had in recent years so for a team that I won't even say fancies itself a competitor, should be a competitor every year to just hand shortstop to the ultimate in unproven. I mean, the guy played, barely played at double A, didn't he, Volpe? And they hand mm-hmm. him the shortstop job. Yeah. Stay tuned. This is not a, this can't be permanent. Steve, we have the Sultan of SWAT. <laughs> 
can he play short and second? Well, you have the Sultan of Swat and you have James Outman, who well, you know clearly is never going to make is, another out. Muncie can get you 30 homers and hit 158. The <laughs> guys true. playing short and second for the Dodgers will get you nowhere near 30 homers and That's will hit true. 158. Wow, you're giving them 158? Well, look, I'm glad you brought this up because this is a big, this is a big story out of the game. Right? We talked about the AL East, the Yankees, Jason Smith, Steve DeSager in for Mike Harmon tonight. The Dodgers have started out very un-Dodger-like because you are used to a different level of excellence over the past, you know, 12 years. Used to them just steamrolling through teams with all kinds of talent, everything else. But it was a very different offseason for them. They didn't go and spend a ton of money, likely because they didn't see guys to go spend a ton of money on. Maybe they're saving for Shohei Otani. But more likely, they're saving for the deadline or when they need to make a trade. Because they went all in last year. You win 110 games, and what happens? You don't even make it to the NLCS. So that that's I, I don't care what kind of team you are, how rich you are, what kind of money you have spending. That's where you stop and go. Okay, w- w- was that really the right thing to do last year? Do we really do the right thing by going all out to win and and we don't make it to the NLCS? I understand that you don't want to be in that early round of playoff. I get it, but. As you see, you saw two teams in the early round of the playoff last year, and they moved on to play in the NLCS. So, yeah, I, I, I think this was a big, hey, wait a minute, let's dial it back a year. Let's give the kids a chance to play. And if it doesn't work, we can go make a move at the deadline. Right? If we want to go get Derek Jeter out of retirement, we could trade James Outman <laughs> to go get him. Hey, hey, how, don't even suggest that out loud. Because that's how I see the Dodgers progressing. And maybe it's it's a big bid on Shohei Otani, but you know the Angels are going to be – that's the last team they want to send him right. to. They'd rather send him away, which no, is No, instead they should you. just cut him and have the Dodgers sign him like Pujols. Exactly. Yes, that's how it, we're just going to cut him, <laughs> which is why the Mets are going to wind up getting him because Steve Cohen will pay uh, him. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. But the Dodgers are a team that's – okay, let's – stay afloat we're 500 as long as we're a little bit over 500 we're fine we're going to make the playoffs and then we'll make the moves we need at the trade deadline we'll go get a couple of stars we can then trade a couple of our younger players and figure things out now the the gavin lux thing look that was a shame it took him by surprise you're talking about a guy that's expected to play shortstop uh, injury infield. they had handed yeah. him the job yeah and he and because you needed to right because he had shown enough to say we can give you the job and you can be yeah. maybe one of our linchpins and it was and, night and day compared to 2020 when they were ready to give him a job and he could not function in the major leagues at the plate yeah, it was. Yeah, some guys come up a little too early. So every player is on his own is on his own timeline. But that's that's such a huge thing. That's a huge setback because you're talking about now a big hole that they expected at at, at the top of the order in the middle of the infield. Mm-hmm. So they're going to sit back, and a lot of teams are going to do the same thing, right? The Mets when they lost uh, Carlos Correa, did they go crazy to sign somebody? No, they kind of sat back and said, "Okay, you're going to see these rich teams wait, and they're going to go at the deadline and go as long as we're okay." Let's go for it then. Why are we doing it now when we don't know things might not work out and then we're on the hook for all the money we're paying these these guys and, and we may have to start over again and we have to lose guys. Let's just say, let's see where we are and if it's a good season for us, we'll go spend. We'll spend at the deadline. We'll get somebody that's got a couple of years left on their deal before they hit free aid. We'll make a Soto-type deal potentially and that's when we'll go get our guys. And if it's a bad year for us and it's not happening, okay, we put it away, we wait till the offseason, we go for next year. But it, it's not surprising to me that this is what the Dodgers are doing. This is what a lot of teams are doing because we come off a year in Major League Baseball where it was, yeah, we watched a couple of the best teams make it far, but we watched a couple of teams that won 87 and 80, 
Yeah. 85 games make it to the NLCS. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. So I get what the Dodgers are doing. Doesn't mean they're done being the Dodgers. Doesn't mean that all these other teams aren't done spending. Doesn't mean the Mets are done spending. Anybody. It just means we're going to wait a little while, and we want to be able to be peaking when we need to peak. We want to peak at the end of the season. We want to peak going into the playoffs. It's a longer playoff now. Otani. There's longer rounds. We'll go get somebody. Otani's going to be the big prize, probably a Met when it comes to the deadline. But this is what baseball, this is what the big teams are going to do right now. Okay, we're now we're in position, which is going to make a great trade deadline because a lot of teams are going to be in on all the big stars that they think are going to be the big difference makers. So that's going to make the MLB trade deadline a whole lot of fun. And what's giving the Dodgers far more time in the future to think this through and let it play out is that the Padres just aren't hitting. And for all of the offseason hype, San Diego's about a 500 team just as the Dodgers are about a 500 team so far. Nobody's running away with the West. Wait, Tatis is hitting pretty well well in triple a that's right he's still got another week until he comes up to the majors and then annoys somebody in the front office somehow (laughs) until he gets on his motorcycle again yeah it'll Uh. be something He'll have one of those big back swings and the shoulder will come out of place. And... Oh, wow. Look at you putting that out there in the Oh, universe. it's out there. Wow. He does it to himself. Something's going to come up. It's like, you know, it's like when the Dodgers didn't give Manny, uh, Manny Ramirez, didn't give, same thing. It's, there was a headache coming. There was a headache around the bend. It's the same thing when the Dodgers acquired Manny Machado for exactly what you were saying, trade deadline in 2018. Made a run through into the World Series, but thankfully did not sign him to the 10-year deal in the offseason because you would have had headaches at some point in the 10 years. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.